This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about dinosaurs and porn and not just Ron Jeremy. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me, I have my gorgeous co-host, Yvette Dontremont. Yvette, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, given that it's been months, months at least, since we had a Ron Jeremy sighting. Did, was that was that a good time? We It's like when we saw him and we bolted directly out of that strip club? You know, we had to before he stole our food, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ron will thank you for it. Or licked one of our necks or some other unpleasantness that happens when Ron Jeremy's there. Like, and yeah. it, that's, that's kind of been the attitude for years on Ron Jeremy. Like, you just kind of accept that risk. It's like, yeah, that's true. That's how what happened when I met him. Which part of you did he lick, Sherrod? He licked my face. Uh, he used to come down to the comedy cell all the time with Dennis Hoff, who owned the uh, Bunny Ranch. It's funny because I was joking about him licking because he does that. To, did he actually lick your face? No, he licks. He licks. Wow. It's And if you get him a shawarma sandwich, he'll show everybody his cock. Wait. That is not a surprise. Yeah. Also, we have a really wonderful, hilarious guest that we're excited to have on today, by the way, that we should introduce now. <laughs> we have Sherard Small, yes. uh, host of Race Wars That's and right. host of Small Ball on Apple Music and Spotify, comedian and... I mean, you're just a guest extraordinaire on this show because every time I talk to you, I laugh my ass off. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're one of a handful of comics who I had seen your comedy before you came on the show, so I was very oh, excited about that. Look at it. I saw an old routine of yours that you started off. There was an intro to the routine. This was older. This was, you know, early 2000s. Uh-huh. And shit has changed in the last, like, you know, years since I've started using Botox not preventatively. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you're saying you lived in Brooklyn, of course, at Crouch Years. You start by saying, a lot of black people live in Brooklyn. And I'm like, man, gentrification killed the intro <laughs> to that joke. <laughs> Woo, shit hath changed. So that just, that amused me. The rest of the routine was funny. They're still around, though. They're still around. I still got some um, relatives out there. Oh, yeah. I was just, I actually looked at the demographics, though. Huge shift. Oh, huge shift. I I was surprised. I'm I'm a Los Angelano as of now, but it's like, that's... It's a bit different. But, you know, coronavirus is even in the score. It's... (laughs) And got the whites running for the hills. <laughs> it's, it's, got, it's got them running to New Hampshire now. My mom lives in New Hampshire. She's like, yeah, they're all beca- because they've taken the restrictions off movement here because we have it under control. People are coming up. So everywhere that it's under control now, people are like, oh, we're going to yeah. bring our coronavirus infested asses out there. <sighs> yeah, everywhere on the East Coast, people are running from the cities and going to the suburbs oh, and woods. I'm pretty sure, though, that if, uh, I mean, two out of three of us on this show have been uh, either licked or sucked on by Ron Jeremy. So I'm pretty sure, like, have any doctors looked into that? Like, can that prevent COVID? I had a tetanus shot, uh, just in case. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe maybe Ron Jeremy has just had so many things that he is the secret to immunity. And and you guys guys are both New York City-based, yeah? So, and you guys haven't had COVID. Maybe Ron Jeremy's saliva is... The cure. A COVID preventative. They have not ruled it out yet. Yeah. <laughs> not ruled it out yet. Outbreak monkey. <laughs> we're just asking questions, just like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they were talking about so using an alpaca something to like to, that had like the golden cure for it. So it could look, I'm just saying Ron Jeremy having the cure could, is no crazier. Yes, I believe that. Okay, it's a little crazy. He's like the oldest vampire. So when vampires get injured, they're going to bite him. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he has the essence of all. Drink, drink. His penis will keep absorbing the goodness. He got a good meal, though. He did. He got a good meal. That little fucking Mario from the Mario fucking game. 
Oh my God. He's had a nice meal. Well, on top of that, he's actually been in the, what was the porn version of Super Mario, oh, Super Horneo Brothers. Horneo Brothers. Yeah, and Nintendo owns the rights to it. Do they? No. Yeah. Yes. It is the only porn that Nintendo owns the rights to. And this does not include the conversation I once went down with Natalia of Disney owning uh, MuppetFuckers.net. No. Uh, Wait, they they, MuppetFuckers, because, yeah, you got to get that domain. You can't have that that close connection and... Yeah. Funny enough, had nothing to do with the actual Muppets, had to deal with a DJ from Texas called DJ Muppet Fucker. Really? Yeah. Uh. Is Muppet a term that like Disney coined and they own from like, it's just, it's such a common term, like in the UK, it's like as a kind of a light insult, like you fucking Muppet. And like, I don't, yeah. I'm weirded out that that's like a term that Disney could just be like, now nah, we're taking this URL. And I would think Henson would own it, right? Then he have the Muppets. Yeah. Well, Henson did own it, and then, and then Disney, Disney bought it. Bought, yeah. yeah, Disney owns everything. Well, I just watched uh, uh, Miss Piggy Does Dallas, and they own that one, too. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Much better than the original. Yeah. <laughs> Smell like bacon. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you move too fast. <laughs> oh, man. little friction will cook the pork. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear that said the bacon sizzling? <laughs> yeah, it's added up. I know it's kind of messed up, but I always even wondered as a kid how Miss Piggy and Kermit would get it on. Yeah. Would they have baby tadpoles or would they have like a litter of frog Pig pigs? Poles? What's yeah. What would the babies look like? How horrific would it be? Would Monsanto have to be involved? <laughs> I'm sure they got some sex tape somewhere now. Oh, God. Oh, man. Which one? El- I would say Miss Piggy would have illicitly uh, taped Kermit because that was an abusive relationship. And w- it was Miss Piggy abusing Kermit for sure. Agreed. Yes. Like, that was that was not okay. He wanted out of that. He wanted someone who treated him as he was worth. He was a musician. He was a peacemaker. He was a good man. And Miss Piggy yeah. was not. She was not worthy. I'm sorry. She was not good to him. Then again, Brilliant. we don't know. We don't know what happened behind closed doors. Maybe he was a monster to her. We're only seeing the side of story that Jim Henson would show us. Show us. Show us the Snyder cut of Miss Piggy. We need to know. Look, everybody, almost everybody's been me too. Kermit the Frog has yet to be me too. That's all we're saying. Is he that nice of a puppet? I think he's a nice puppet. But, you know, you can't blame him. Everybody dates a hog now and again. That's what, you know, (laughs) everyone has that one regret. I think I have a rule that you get to have one, maybe two exes that you're like, no, this person was a fucking bit. They ruined my life. Horrible person. But if more than, say, two of your exes, like all of them are awful, bit, ruined your life. They're it's crazy you. psycho. It's there's a common denominator in this love equation here. And yeah. it's not all the exes. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, I want to see a, a satirical expose of uh, Kermit being me too by Miss Piggy. <laughs> I feel that could get some clicks. I'll watch it. <laughs> We're at the stage of COVID lockdown where I'm like, I just want to be amused. But you know how people blame the victim? Like he could have hopped away. <laughs> <laughs> you, Those four legs work, friend. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> she can't swim and he can, so I think he wanted it. <laughs> Maybe you were into it, Kermit. Yeah. Ask him for it. He digs it. It ain't easy being green cheese. <laughs> but okay, so speaking of messed up porns, we kind of watched one this week. We Excellent. did. Yes. This is a messy green body painted porn. Well, it wasn't green, it was blue. 
Are we going to have a blue black dress ma'am conversation now? Blue man grew blue. This woman was painted and the body paint was not up to Simpsons body paint standards. We watched the Simpsons porn and my God, like there was that much friction should have gotten that much paint off and it did not. Really? I'm I'm horrified for how long it took the actors to get it off from from the (laughs) Simpsons porn. Like there was a yellow penis that stayed yellow. They put it on the penis? Oh, yeah. They put it on the air thing. And then it went in the girl with the yellow with the paint. They yellowed all of it. It was impressive and horrible. Like, here was like the one place where it did come off, you could see a little bit of yellow paint on the tongue during the blowjob. But, like, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> that was, but like, but this, like, they had, um, you know, we didn't know going into this what's going to be the setup for the banging. And one of the people in the threesome for our viewing audience was a human as a T Rex. Well, we should talk about which porn we reviewed because we didn't even tell them yet. Uh, We did Jurassic Wood Swollen Ding Dong. Yes! Clearly a Jurassic Park porn parody or Jurassic World in this case. Yeah. And I was so excited, by the way, Gerard, when you suggested or when we talked about doing a dinosaur porn parody because Yvette and I, when we first started the show... We've had many a joke about this. Yeah, we've talked about watching pterodactyl porn. Uh, pterodactyl porn was like one of you know how when the internet was new in like uh, not new but like you know new to like our our early access to it in like the late 90s early 2000s when it wasn't established and you didn't know what you were clicking on yet yeah. and you know how like your porn gets kind of fucked up if you lose world war ii you know like yeah. japan or <laughs> yeah. germany yeah, yeah. yeah. It was darker. yeah. I, I didn't know what i was clicking on and i think it's like an 18 somewhere between 17 and 90 early in my years of viewing the pornage I saw a video. It was a four-way of three men dressed as pterodactyls and one woman being banged by them. And occasionally, so pterodactyl porn, and occasionally, and this is the part that still sticks with me, the men would just flap their little pterodactyl wings. Like she'd be sitting there, you know, on top of one of them, blowing one and, you know, hand jobbing out the other two. And they would just occasionally remember, oh, I'm in character and flap their little pterodactyl wings. I'm just surprised pterodactyl moved in packs. They never listen. <laughs> you know, maybe those pterodactyls just, they formed a pterodactyl pack for that one night. That one, yeah. They came together to form a towerdactyl. <laughs> How good was the costumes? Were they good or... It's, uh, you know, it's, this was ha- literally, like, now I know how old I am. This was half my lifetime ago, but it was, it, the fact that this stuck with me, this, that this yeah. was so weird. And so like, like, I'm like, I didn't know you could have sex like this and also do it with the pterodactyl mask on. <laughs> um, it's just, someone decided I'm going to do this and take footage of it. Yes. <laughs> Throw it on the internet for all the world to see. Whoever, like, I hope whoever filmed this, like has heard this podcast and heard my fascination with this and is like, like, I'm still bringing someone joy. See, they send you merch. <laughs> I want pterodactyl porn merch. I feel like, you know, maybe that's her I want the story. original costume. Oh, man. I want that loincloth that she was wearing. Let them dry clean it first, though. Right. I do remember the woman in that porn had really great tits. Really? I gotta check it out. I'd say just a really, a really well-shaped B cup. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. It's, it's nice. Speaking of women's pleasure, I got, sorry to interrupt this, I got sent a freebie because I won a raffle at the AVNs. And they're like, by the way, this is even, this is in pre-production, so it'll be three months till you get it. And finally, a lady vibrator showed up in yes. the mail. It's not it just, Let's rip it out. It's not just a lady vibrator, but it's one for two women to use together. Uh, and since we're under lockdown, I just get to look at it for a while. How's it, like a double dub? 
Yeah. So it's for if you are not one of our patrons and you want to see this, you can go to it's patreon.com slash two girls one mic and come see video of this. But you uh, guys see video. Has, it looked like the Wu Tang symbol. Yeah, it's, it looks like a <laughs> it looks like a, a lopsided W and one one end goes into the person on the bottom and one end goes into the person on the top. And this middle part uh vibrates on your your uh, on your clitoropodies. Oh, uh, yes. and these are two bullet vibrators. And I'm looking at this going, you know, I can give a girl a squirting orgasm with my hand. This seems a little overdone, but you know what? I'm curious. Yes. Uh, so as I am married and, you know, only occasionally have a chance to have sex with women and we're under lockdown, I can't, I can't test it out yet. Oh, so, poor baby. I, yeah, I know. I live, I, I truly live a very difficult life. I don't know how I'll manage. So anyways, I'll test it out eventually uh, and give you guys my, my thoughts on it. But, you know, it's a really good grade of silicon. It feels like it'll be comfy. Like I, maybe I'll shove each side of it into my holes and give you a hey. review via that. Uh, I yeah. just, I just, I cannot test it with a partner for now. Um, but well, you can. You can turn that husband around. And it's right. A hole's a hole. Goddamn it! I have a couple roommates. <laughs> Maybe I'll be like, hey, this is for science. Just, just, yeah, I'll just ease into it. Yeah. Look, I know you're a bangle. You need to make me walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> to fill you in, I have a roommate who is a bangle. A bangle. In the band, the Bangles, not obviously. Oh, really? Not the, yeah, it's. Oh, I love the Bangles. Just to clarify, so there have been two bass players for the Bangles. There was the original, uh, who was my roommate uh, Annette uh, Zelinskis, and then there was Mickey Steele, who played with them for most of their career, and now right. she's not playing with them anymore. And Annette is once again their bass player. So my roommate wow. is the bass player for the Bangles. She's That's she's crazy. She's an amazing musician. She also plays like uh, she plays the harmonica. She's a really amazing singer. Uh, she's just yeah, she's a really kick-ass studio musician, and she basically my dog would leave me for her and my dog is like really hyper attached to me and I judge people by how much my dog likes them. Yeah. So wonderful roommate. I dig her. So getting back to this porn. <laughs> As we do. Well, look, I'm really excited to talk about this because we get to start with Penis Island. And so first off, before we kind of jump into the porn. Did you buy some property on Penis Island? That's where well, she's getting her next mansion. I mean, Epstein Island was discounted. So yes. Oh, so you changed the name because it was Little Girl Pussy Island. <laughs> Oh, man. I know a long title, but the T-shirts worked. Right? And, you know, I'm in it for the merch. What can I say? Um, I always, if I can monetize it, I'll do it. Uh, How would you monetize Epstein's Island? Tours? Uh, You can uh, let people go there and, like, shoot grenades and shit at it. You know, you can be on a boat, just take a boat, and you just shoot artillery at it. I mean, wouldn't it be perfect for Fire Festival number two? Oh, that's right. Get John Rule on it. (laughs) Are you going to make it a prison? This is true. I could we could sell it to the private prison system. Why not? Oh God! Or we could give it back to the natives who lived on that island. Their whole, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying the people who lived around there but couldn't afford to buy an island, they had right. to take it away from them by you know Western powers. <laughs> we can use it for subsidized housing for people who need it here. Live in a place where no one's living, and it's no easy to it. yeah. We're we're Beachfront. Su- exactly. Just give it to people who need a place to live. Why not? Too charitable. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would make better use of it than Jeffrey Epstein. Just to, I know that's a low bar to bump your head on, but I yeah. Have a, yeah. I feel like you would be. A, <laughs> I'll turn it around. You're like, instead of sex slavery, it'd be a whorehouse. That's a legitimate business. <laughs> that's right. Let these girls earn. That ain't right. It's American way. <laughs> exactly. 18 plus only. And it's their choice. That's Capitalism right. <laughs> always wins. Oh, my always. God. Always. Oh. So, Dick Island. Let's get back to that. 
Yeah, so Wood Rocket uh, made actually this film in 2018. It's only 27 minutes long. It's free if you want to go to woodrocket.com and watch it yourself. And we have feelings about this. So before we start going into the detail and into the plot, overall reactions. How'd you guys feel about this? Uh, oh. <laughs> did they like, like it? Here's the thing. It was all fourth wall breaks and like inside. Like I really like that. And I get it. They were like, let's just do a fun, quick, short half hour thing in which there's like 10 minutes of plot and then right into the banging. And I have to accept that for what it is. But I can also go. I didn't like that. Like, I'm used to our, the longer ones that we watched where they're like, let's kind of pay homage to the original thing uh, and turn it. Yeah, like, I, I swear to God, Sherrod's sitting here going, they really go this in depth into the fucking. No, I love podcast. it. I love this. I but love like, this. But, like, I love when they take something, you know, like uh, they'll do a show or, like, we just recently watched uh, an X Files parody and the plot they made for that was so good. It really could have been an X Files plot. Like, they uh-huh. did. It wasn't just a bunch of dick. Like, there were a bunch of dick jokes, but it wasn't just a bunch of dick jokes. They were like, let's do something that X-Files fans would actually really dig and then jerk off to. Right. Uh, like, and I love it when they take, like, uh, Pee-wee's Big Triple X Adventure was one of our favorites. And it was like, they took that whole movie and fucking recreated it with, but added in a bunch of dildos, you know, like, and it was, right. and like, this felt like nothing, like, it didn't feel like they grabbed anything about the, and I know I get it, it's hard to do that with a big epic like this. Like, how do you, you know, how do you recreate fucking Jurassic Park? But like, instead it was like, let's just, you know, paint someone like a dinosaur and have her you have tiny arms it's, it's they had a few cute things in there that made me laugh but i was also like c minus for effort. like it wasn't even an a for effort thing and that that's what bugged me because like i know they have the creativity there to do better okay so let's start. So we have a helicopter uh, circling Penis <laughs> Island because it's not going to be a helicopter, guys. Right. No. And by the way, they spend in the bloopers, I don't know if you guys watch, they spend a solid like six minutes just filming like the perfect circle around this penis island. Um <laughs> So a lot of attention to detail, I guess, there. But then we're led into the training facility where they say, don't lick the bars. And I actually had to Google to see if anyone's actually licked an electric fence. And I found one guy who licked a million uh, volt power line, but I was really disappointed. And I'll link to this in the show notes because he licks the outside of it. And when you lick like the part that's completely protected, you're not going to get shocked. Right. So I don't know what I was expecting on YouTube. Maybe a death. Sorry. Yeah, you were. (laughs) He was looking for a sweet death. I think you were hoping for that same thing that happened to the kid in, in the first Jurassic Park for him to go flying via the tongue. Oh, and had a burnt face. And a, that was just a wonderful piece of cinema. Yeah, it was like a cartoon. Oh, yeah. He had little birdies going around him. <laughs> Basically, it was a very wily Coyote moment. Yeah. So we get to the trainer who is our Chris Pratt character. He's training this uh, dinosaur porn star, sexy raptor lady. And he's doing eyes over here. And he's doing it to his eyes and then to his crotch. <laughs> and we find out that... We're we're explained by Mr. DNA that what they essentially did was they took the DNA of monsters and combined it with porn stars to essentially make it like Westworld, but for dinosaurs. And as they said, you know, for people with unresolved Barney issues instead of cowboy robots. And I don't know, how do you guys feel about dinosaur porn stars? Because I don't know. 
I don't know about the teeth and I don't know how you feel about this. I feel the short arms from the T-Rexes would make hand jobs very difficult. Uh, that's, I, I think that was an oversight right. in their thinking. And again, why did they not go with pterodactyls? I have a problem. And I get it. Pterodactyls, technically, you can get into an argument. Are they even from the Jurassic period? Somebody who's going to be a pedant and question. fact check because I bring in a science audience. Someone's going to be like, they're actually from the whatever Dawn period. Fucking email us info at two girls, one mic to tell me I'm wrong. Short arms won't be a bad blowjob because uh, you can just get down there with your short arms. We ain't got to be face to face. I said hand job. Down there, handle your business. Oh, hand job. Yeah, hand job. You still go down there. Get down. I've been with girls with short arms. Get down there. Smurf arms. I'm just accounting for how long your penis is going to be. Oh, then I'll reach those arms. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about that. I'll reach the chin. (laughs) I mean, wouldn't short arms tire out so much faster? You know, actually. They could. But they got a a tighter grip, maybe. Let's bring in a, uh, a thing that I know from kinesiology. I believe that there's a thing with some lifters uh, when they're uh, shorter lifters actually have an easier time with doing certain lifts because they don't have to go as high. Yeah. There's less motion they have to lift through. They're closer to the floor. Yeah, basically. there's So it's like to lift the same amount, you need less force. Yeah. So basically shorter arms might be an advantage. I'm probably yeah. speaking totally out my ass with that, but I was just, I we're going to get so many angry emails from like the one person with like stumps for arms. <laughs> person with stumps for arms. I'm sure you give an amazing hand job because you're working extra hard for it. Extra hard. You need, it's, yes, extra hard. It's like that uh, baseball player with one arm, uh, Abbott, who played for the Yankees. And he had one arm. He was a baseball player, won the World Series, threw a no hitter, one arm, major leagues. That's awesome. He threw the ball, then took the glove and put it on. He kept the under his stub, threw the ball, then put the glove on. Uh, where's that porn? I'm guessing not many home runs hitting, though. No, he was a good batter, too. What? No, he got home runs. Yes, sure How did. How did I not know this? It was, 40, it was a 30 for 30 for Google him. Oh, my God. And as a kid growing up, high school, all that, they was like, this. we don't know what to tell him. His mother's like, he wants to play baseball? He's going to play baseball. Damn. He's going to play. And he played. He threw the ball 100 miles an hour. One That's arm. Awesome. <laughs> wow. College with the college and the pros. Won a World Series through a no hitter. Jesus. <laughs> I, I'm guessing he was, uh, he, he had to have been one of those personality types that was like, oh, you told me I can't? Fuck you. Fuck you. And he gave one middle finger because that's all he had. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was like, I still have this arm. It will be enough. And I, it was. <laughs> Every single person that's throwing is like, should I be psyched out because of this? They don't know how to react. Yeah. He was probably like, look, I have two choices for sports with one arm, uh, and it's soccer or uh, baseball, and it's not going to be soccer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he had two fears like this. No, I don't want to take the easy way. Oh, man. But uh, Yeah. Uh, how many black dinosaurs was in this? Let's get back to the... Yeah, let's talk about uh, dinosaur porn stars. So uh, really, we only had a handful of dinosaurs, actually. So we had the Dildophosaurus, the D-Rex, and the Triceratops, which, you know what? Good puns. You know, I'll, I'll give That's them pretty that. pretty solid. I think they came up with that first and then wrote the movie around it. <laughs> You're probably right. Like I'm telling you. The number of times we'll have a joke about something and we're like, hey, they should do a porn about that from like <laughs> one stupid line. And I'm like, that has to be what happens in there. Because they're like, look, we have... We don't need a reason for people to bang. The reason for people to bang on tape is that people want to watch people banging. Let's just make an excuse to do a new version of this. (laughs) What was those dinosaurs again? Please, I got to hear those names again. Triceratops. (laughs) D-Rex. And Dildophosaurus. 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 (laughs) Like a dildo fucked a thesaurus. (laughs) 
you know the uh, the giant tentacle. I think I'm going to name that the Dildophosaurus. <laughs> I don't have a name for it. I, I my current name for it was the inherent eroticism of the sea. Ah, that's a poem. <laughs> it's I, I think it was too long. My my dog is being a very whiny dog today. He's had a rough week. He had to go to the vet yesterday, and it was a bad day. Oh, did he get spayed or neutered? Oh, no, no. It's he, he came home from, uh, in California, in order to adopt from the shelter, they have to be spayed or neutered. And that, I think that's a oh, very yeah. smart little regulation, because it's like, that way, when you're taking them home, they can't make any more little accidental pups to at, to land at the shelter. I call it the Bob Barker law. Exactly. It's a, it's a smart law. He's their law. Hitler. You know that? He's dogs and cats Hitler. It's, you know, here's a, so I wrote an article, because I, uh, I debunk bad information for a living. So here's an interesting interesting thing since the 80s because of the spay and neuter like initiatives at one point uh, about uh, they approximated that about 17 million animals per year were put down uh, in shelters because they were just you know they were being surrendered people weren't adopting them enough now it's down to about one to two million animals per year and it's still going down so it's dropped precipitously due to neuter and release uh, type programs due to uh, people just being much more proactive about this so we're getting less shitty at something yeah Shitty, One good. Thing. Yes, but we could One be shittier. Uh, Asia, they got the same deaths, uh, but they eat what they kill. Oh, <laughs> so oh, <laughs> is Just, it better or worse? I don't know. People, people get meat. Oh man. I mean, you want the kids to die. And here's the thing. In China, meat is one of those things that is kind of correlated with wealth a little bit, yeah. where if you don't eat meat, you know, you're probably poor. Yeah. And so a few years ago when I went to China, like six years ago, what ended up happening was I actually went on a tour, an all-day tour. And for lunch, I told them ahead of time, because hey, at the time I was doing a pescatarian thing where I wasn't eating meat, but I was still eating fish. So I was one of those picky eaters. And uh, <laughs> They saw you coming. Right? And I told them, You're like, hi, sorry, I'm a pain in the ass. Don't worry. (laughs) Right? And I said, hey, I'm sorry, but I don't eat meat. And they completely misunderstood. So for lunch, they gave me so much meat. You don't understand. It was like all meat lunch. And I told them, I was like, guys, um, you know, I, I, I... don't eat meat. And he was like, no, 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 no. You can, you can. Don't worry. Aww. And they thought that I couldn't afford meat. They're like, it's okay. You're, you're on a, tr- we're going to take care of you. Aww. I mean, in a way that was so sweet and loving. That is really sweet. You should have just ate the meat anyway, you bitch. I did. <laughs> you did? You, were, you felt so you were, bad. He was like, you were in my house. <laughs> I mean, at least, <laughs> like they were trying to be accommodating. They just, you know, missed. It was lost in the translation, but that's really nice of them though. Right? I have uh, dietary restrictions due to medical issues and I've had people try and miss and I'm like, I will eat what I can of this and try not to be in horrible pain. Yeah. So, that sucks. What do you mean you don't eat no meat? I make you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Big fat Greek wedding? Anybody? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Jeez. I haven't watched that movie in a while. The only oh. thing I could really relate to in that is using Windex on everything. Uh, Polish people yeah, also do yeah, that. Yeah. Don't know why. Yeah. Black people do that too. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, Windex. Yeah. That's black. Oh, black thing. Yeah. Vodka and Windex, apparently two of uh, nature's underused uh, cures and disinfectants. I'm French and Jewish. The only thing that we do is baking soda to fix everything. Baking soda. Fixes everything. (laughs) So I did some research on dinosaur sex. And how much information do you guys think there is on dinosaur sex? That's a lot. I think it's a lot. Because we found like penis bones and stuff, right? 
I'm going to guess there's quite a bit, and I'm going to guess you found a treasure trove because I know you and I know how tenacious you are. I'll have you a face look. <laughs> I see the look on your face of joy that you yeah. have information that you're about to share with us. <laughs> yeah. I know that look. I've seen it many times and I'm 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 a little wet with anticipation. So <laughs> oh, I'm excited, but I have bad news. Uh, no. We, we actually don't have a lot of information on dinosaur sex. What? Right? Here's the thing. Sex always happens with, you know, the soft tissues, the things that we don't have a great record of. Like, we don't even know. But that's only in humans. Animals got bone, uh, got penis bones. A lot of them got penis bones. No, no, not most of them don't. Some, some, not a lot. Like a walrus. A walrus does. Raccoons do, as we know from our friend Steve Gadlin, who collects. He fucked a raccoon? He, no, he has a collection of raccoon <laughs> penis bones. And you know what? I, apparently they were on sale in bulk. We don't. He, he's a strange character and an entertaining character. Oh, a raccoon penis? Raccoon penis yes. bones. Yeah, you can buy that penis. in the South. Yeah, he's just got a bunch of them that he needed to find a way to get rid of. He got them ethically, don't worry. Yeah, it's they were ethically sourced <laughs> raccoon penises. He took them out for dinner first and got them drunk and then removed their penises. <laughs> it's, they consented to the removal. It's okay. <laughs> they came in dressed as bandits. What do you expect? <laughs> oh, my God. They woke up in uh, tubs of ice in the morning to know what hit them. Jesus. Tubs of ice and a banana. <laughs> <laughs> they came and asked for them removed because they heard it would prevent covid <laughs> nice i never taken it off what happened is apparently it's been a taboo to study the sexual behavior of animals for a long time and we really don't have a lot of info on actual dinosaur mating habits and the closest thing we have actually is uh birds and yeah. crocodiles that's dumb shit that's when we like christianity get into fucking learning yeah. Like, we should be embarrassed that turtles fuck? No, let's just find out just in case we need to fucking have them mate because we they're disappearing. You know what? I'm just, I'm just saying maybe the embarrassment goes both ways. We needed to shut down the fucking zoo and get out of there before the pandas would fuck. The pandas, like, yeah. So maybe it's not just that, like, we were embarrassed to study them. They're like, we don't want you in our shit either. Yeah. Some monkeys like you to watch, though. Some monkeys be like this. You see me in a tree, they're right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing this. Get in here. This is good Monkey stuff. Fuck doggy style. You ever heard monkey style? <laughs> it's where they fling shit in your face, right? Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> it's where they're like, I have a micro penis, but I'm still getting this done. Get it done. Yeah, they got bones. Some animals got bones in their penis. So here's a crazy part, actually, about penises and bones. So I actually, when I was looking into dinosaur, uh, the mating habits of dinosaurs and crocodiles, they have something called a cloaca, which is actually like a single endpoint where... Cloaca? They're basically cloaca. That's it. So what they have is a cloaca instead of a penis, which they're essentially rubbing against each other, literally bumping uglies. But most birds don't have a penis. So actually, out of ten thousand species of birds, only three percent have a penis. Yeah, because you know what? That's a good thing because you don't want to be looking around in the sky and seeing dicks all above your head all day, intimidating you, flying above you like they're better than you because <laughs> they can fly. Well, they can't fly. And duck penises are horrifying. Oh, that's what the hooks. Yeah, it's not just hook, like they're like these squiggle things. I don't know how to like. It's, but they gotta get in there and stay and yeah, and be wet at the same time. And they gotta find a way to snake their way through a duck. But it's like a keying away through a very maze-like lock. Yeah, it's like fucking with a crazy straw. <laughs> Oh, oh shit, shit, I gotta do that one day. Um, <laughs> it's, I'm down for a challenge, excuse you. <laughs> Didn't we see that in a porn already? 
Was that Deep Throat? Bad Dragon, get on this. You make custom shit all the time. Crazy straw. Send us a crazy straw dildo yesterday. (laughs) Because here's the thing. The Argentinian lake duck has a dick that's over 16 inches long and essentially looks like a crazy straw because the female hens, they like their innards are a fucking maze of dead ends. Right, right. It's insane. So it's got to find the right canal, right? Yeah. Even after it's in. Yeah. What is that about? You confusing bitches? We try to make this easy for them. Can you make it easy? I mean, to be fair, my vagina is kind of a maze of dead ends, too. <laughs> I think the most disappointing thing, though, that I found out is that the bald eagle, like the most American symbol, does yeah. not have a dick. No dick. No That's dick. That's why he's so mean. One of the meanest birds. A scavenger, more than people know. He scavenges a lot and steals other people's fucking shit because he got no dick. That sounds perfectly American. Mean motherfucker with no dick who's trying to steal other people's shit. That is a perfect symbol of America. Yeah, and bald. (laughs) Bald and in denial about it. (laughs) Only 3%. That's amazing, though. I didn't know only 3% of birds had dicks. That's it. The only ones that do have a dick are ducks, geese, swans, ostriches, emus, but uh, flamingos, penguins, albatrosses, no penis. So the really mean ones have dicks. So a goose will fuck a motherfucker up. He can. Fuck up a plane if you have to. Ask fucking Captain Sully. (laughs) You better have his money next time. (laughs) Look at me. I am the captain now. (laughs) So wait, flamingos got uh, little pink dicks? Actually, no. Flamingos, penguins, albatrosses, eagles, no dicks. Oh, no Uh, dicks. No dicks. Yeah, yeah, if you're a penguin, you don't want a dick, man. You out there, uh, Antarctica is freezing. Your dick's the first to go. You're going to have some shrinkage. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just cold. You're going to have to explain all the time. <laughs> Better during the summer. Come on. Are you a penguin or are you unhappy to see me? <laughs> don't worry. Uh, when global warming kicks in, it gets bigger. <laughs> This will be better by 2034, I promise. <laughs> well, ostrich, ostrich, no dick? Yeah, yes, dick. Ostrich, uh, yes, dick. Yes, ostrich dick. and emus, yeah. I'm going to say ostrich got the biggest dick in the bird world. Uh, don't know. So how about this? If you are really into bird dicks and have an idea about how big the ostrich dick is, email us, info at two girls on mic. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's possible the ducks may be longer just because it's this long, nutty, squiggly thing. But also, I have no fucking clue. Although, like, ostrich and emu eggs, though, though oh they're God. ridiculous. Like, uh, You need a team to eat one of those. Yeah. I once went to, like, a place where they have tanks and they have uh, ostriches or emus there. They have, like, 75 different wildlife species. And they were like, oh, yeah, you could crack an egg, like... Uh, with like a drill or a hammer, one of those eggs over a tank, it's like 16 eggs. Yeah. It's big it's as equivalent. shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Flintstone egg. <laughs> they ain't on the Flintstones. But listen to me. It's, uh, now I think I got a correlation. It seems like the birds that can't fly got the dicks. Yeah. Some of them. Not the big birds that can't fly. Yes. Big bird got a dick? Sesame Street? Ooh. Sesame Street, big bird. He had a dick? <laughs> Do chickens have dicks? I don't know. (laughs) They taste like turkey. (laughs) Because penguins, no dicks, and they can't fly. Because I feel like... Yeah, penguins, no dicks, can't fly. It's so... Because it's just... I mean, 3% is such a small... Like, I'm curious, like, what makes this... Like, it's it's such uh, an outlier for this uh, percentage of the population. I'm curious how it diverged. Like, now... How do pigeons? How do they fuck? Uh, Carefully. (laughs) Carefully. Noisily. 
It's very noisily outside of my window. Well, <laughs> we're also, what kind of pigeons are we talking about? Uh, Upper East Side or like downtown pigeons? Because they're like different species. No, or, different species, yeah. I'm pretty sure about this. I mean, I know what they talk about, like uptown, downtown rats are slightly different. I'm going to go on a limb and say pigeons slightly different in New York. But what do they use for sex? Like a hole? Or are they rubbing, are they rubbing a clopa. holes? Yeah, rubbing holes. Rubbing, rubbing holes. Yeah, rubbing yeah. holes. And that's rubber hole up against each other. Like two just, fucking amputees <laughs> with fucking phantom <laughs> phantom limbs. Oh my god! Remember when we used to have? Nope, I'm either. Rub, rub, rub. <laughs> just you rub enough, eventually, eventually a baby is going to happen. Little <laughs> really, little I had no idea that's how they had sex. Yeah, this is news for me, and I'm allegedly a scientist, or I play one on the internet. But in New York, you see, and I've seen everything. Fucking New York, rats, dogs, cats. But I never saw, I never saw a pigeon. You would see them fucking if they had fucking stuff. So when I'm thinking they fighting, they over there fucking. You, yeah, you've probably seen them fucking. You just did not know. I think they just bust bumping up and like, what's up, you? What's up, you? <laughs> but they having sex. <laughs> Life is happening all around you. How do you know where the hole is? How did he find us? So many questions. So many questions. We'll bring a pigeon on the show next week to talk about this. And what's the name of it again? The Coco? Cloaca. Cloaca. I keep butchering Cloaca. the name of it. Yeah, Cloaca. Cloaca. I never met her. I could also be mispronouncing this, so whoever out there is, is a pedant and angry about me not being a biologist, email us info at two girls, one mic. Let me know what I'm doing wrong. So I want to talk about something else uh, science-wise that actually bugged me with this porn. So dildo volcano erupts, as it would in this, but the entire island is going to become covered. And here's my issue. So I started looking into lava facts. And so what they decide to do, I'm sorry. I like, I, like I, like I like it. I enjoy that you look into lava facts because a cum volcano and a porn. I, this is what I like about your brain, Alice. You amuse yes, me. Carrie, I love it. Keep being Alice. Never stop. It's like, what's the science behind it? You like myth busters with fucking porn. Hey, we, we need to get to the it. bottom of the bottoms so <laughs> and to the top of the tops. Keep going. So, I mean, what ends up happening is that, so Penis Island erupts. So, oh, don't be scared, Blow. I'll get you off this island. And he decides to give her a dildo, so she gets herself off. And then they go into like a 10, 15 minute cutscene where they have a dinosaur threesome. So they waste tw over 20 minutes not getting off the island. And eventually they do escape. We, we do have to acknowledge that. But this doesn't fucking work. I mean, so first off, how quickly do you think lava travels? It's pretty slow, but if it's shooting out, it can go, you know, yeah. it can go uh, many miles if it's shooting, spurring out. But it, like movement, maybe it's faster than people think. It's steady. It's a steady flow. So yeah, it depends on the type of eruption and the type of 15 miles an hour. It's, it can be very slow depending on the type of, of lava. Like, are we are we talking major eruption like Mount St. Helens? Are we talking about something that's a slow moving thing like what happens on Hawaii once in a while when it's like, eh, right. it might reach us in three days? Right. So lava can move anywhere from half a mile an hour to uh, 19 miles an hour. At 15. But what it so will actually. So you're saying I can outrun lava more than likely. But yeah. you can't outrun the gas, and we got to ah, talk about it. Yes. Yeah. It's That's not, how they get you. It's not it's the, the heat, it's the humidity. Yes. So the fast-moving cloud of ash, rock, gas, debris yeah. uh, is basically like 60 miles an hour and can reach temperatures of 392 to 1,200 degrees Fahrenheit. Pompeii, Pompeii baby. Oh, that right? flash of heat. The lava ain't get them. That flash of heat got them. 
I think for them it was because it was a cloud of was it dust that got to because it was a huge layer of ash. It was hot, burning, molting ash. Yeah. Right now we see it. It's like, hey, it's just ash. They're gonna walk through that. Yeah. No, no. It was molting hot when it was hitting them. Yeah, they suffocated under that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I also found death by lava. Not fun. It, it's extremely painful. Yeah. Uh, but I also found there was apparently like the 1599 Spanish Inquisition also used to like pour gold and silver lava down people's throats. So oh, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. I just, wow. Hollywood already piggybacked that and put in a couple movies. I think like Conan is one of them, Conan the Barbarian. yeah. But yeah, they oh, used to pour uh, precious metals, molten precious metals down somebody's throat to kill them. Part of me wants to know, like, weren't those precious metals, they were named precious because they were hard to find. Why? You just cut the person open. It's going to be shaped but, like his intestines it's, uh, in one piece. Like, weren't there easier ways to kill someone that you didn't particularly care to have alive anymore? Like, did they not have knives? Yeah, but if that's a broke way to doing it. If you sitting on a king's court, you got to find new exciting ways to kill a surf. <laughs> Did they not have lions and closed pens? Like, were they were they that horny for entertainment that they're like, no, yes. fetch me the treasury department. I need the gold. I yeah. need the bullion for his throat. Look, I know it's horrific, but I would love to know if they used that solidified lead or gold and, you know, afterwards studied and they were like, huh, didn't know it worked like this as far as the intestines go. I'm sure they did. I'm sure the top science, whatever scientist, well, medicine man was like this. Uh, I get those entrails. Remember, you promised. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is this is not ethical science. However. We can learn from it. <laughs> my guess is because some of it, like it melted on the way into the inside and like solidified differently in some people because yes. of like the burning pattern. They were mm -hmm. like, ah, look, the common thief has an inside that looks like this. And the murderer looks like this. There, And that was science in the 1500s. Yeah. And in Texas today. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the 1200s. <laughs> Texas might join us in the 1600s one day. Oh, Texas. They, they still don't believe in germ theory. Good. They don't believe in science. To any of our listeners in Texas, good luck. Science to them is an opinion. <laughs> so, sorry about the COVID and the hospitals are all full and your governor that wants you all to die. I'm sorry. That's sucks. And go back to school. And go back to school, kids. Good luck. We Sorry that your teachers... Quick COVID moment. What terrifies me is that teachers are going to get sick and then they're going to need substitute teachers. And who's going to volunteer to do that? Me. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so that's your future, America. It's, I just wonder, who wants to go into the school knowing there's a COVID outbreak to sub? Yeah, and that teachers are falling down, so you're going to go in there. It's like, hey, kids are going to cough on you. Kids are going to run up screaming, Corona, and cough in your face because they think it's funny because they're they kids. Because they think it's funny, and you can't punch a kid. I mean, you can, but jail's a thing. Is it? Ex Roger Snow. <laughs> in Texas, it's probably legal. It's definitely legal in New Jersey. <laughs> the one thing, though, that I have to say that I'm thankful for is that, uh, you know, little kid parties have kind of stopped because of COVID. Yeah. I mean, who, like, decides, how, let me spend my weekend going to, like, a four-year-old's party and just, like, getting coughed on with their mouth open? That's not going to happen anymore. That kid should be put to death. Well, Sorry. that's what you get for having best friends in high school and college that get married and have kids, and now you got to go to their kids' parties. <laughs> no, they become defriended. They're no longer friends you gotta anymore. Get rid of them. Yeah, you got to get rid of right? them. Look, you get an abortion, uh, Jill, or you were not friends. <laughs> and these t-shirts to say that. I have friends who decided to have kids during this pandemic. Like they made the like not an oops baby. I had friends who made the active decision to 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 like what and I mean 
I had friend one friend who was, you know, going through the process before this, but one friend who was starting IVF before this and like became impregnated in the middle of the pandemic. I'm like, whoo, that's a I don't know if you're a better human being than me or a crazier one. But uh, no. what about that husband, that poor husband trapped in there with her hormones going oh, oh, every no. which way no, 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 no. out the house? No, 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 no. This is a single woman who decided to raise a child. Oh, she broke it on herself. She was, she, uh, she That's won- what she get for wanting it all. I look at her. You know what? She uh, she just it was at a point in her life where she wanted kids. I uh, decided to go out and have IVF and, and you know. But I'm also like, have you not seen parents and how nuts they're going right now with their kids being stuck at home in this and the, like you know what? Her choice. She had too decided- much free time in uh, quarantine and ordered an embryo on Amazon. <laughs> Why couldn't she just bake sourdough like the rest of us? Thank you. Couldn't you not see that that was hard enough to keep alive for some people? But because IVF does its own thing, she is now expecting twins. Twins? Twins. Shit. She'll have two strangers in the house. And you know what? She's really excited about it and I'm happy for her. But I'm also okay. like, I'm also like, that is a terrifying. Like one of my friends was, you know, pregnant long before the pandemic, had the baby right before it started. Yeah. Like she's partially, you know, fine, happy, loves it. But she's also like, <gasps> All my other friends at least got to get out of the house when they first had kids. Yeah, so, oh yeah, man. you got me that weekend. <laughs> yeah, you need you need parent time. Oh, oh, speaking of babies, uh, uh, dinosaurs. So, yes. <laughs> so you know how like uh, human babies are sometimes they enter the world with something like extra nipples or uh, yeah. extra fur or sometimes like a true tail. Yeah, indeed. Why do you have to bring this up about me again, Alice? God, I told you in confidence. We're going to talk about it now. Everyone uh, didn't need to know about the nipple on my tail. <laughs> so those are actually considered atavisms. And there's actually a paleontologist called, uh, his name is Jack Horner. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to activate some of these ancestral characteristics in chickens. So basically reverse engineer a dinosaur. Right. Has he not seen Jurassic Park? This is how you get Jurassic Park. Oh, they're going to do it. You know they're going to do it. I hope he does it. (laughs) Me too. I got to, hey, why not? I look at this and go, this is because I'm a scientist and I'm not a complete fucking moron. I look at this and go, this is neat. They're going to use this and probably figure out how you can do, you know, make certain traits that are going to help alleviate certain diseases that are going to figure out how we got to this point in the evolutionary ladder. It's going to be some fucking jackass who's going to take one quote out of one article, put it onto Infowars or Daily Wire or one of these such publications and be like, this idiot scientist who knows nothing is going to recreate Jurassic Park and kill us all. Yeah, uh, you know, they run with the story. But, you know, yeah. somebody will, I think somebody, people use it for good. When there's going to oh, be yeah. somebody like this, I want some money out of this. And kids like dinosaurs. Yeah, I feel we're a long way off from that. See, I would pay to eat it. I'd be like, how much is a chicken again? 15 grand? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to eat? Have either of you guys had alligator before? Yes. No. Good gator. Good gator. Back in the day before when I was still allowed to eat delicious bread, uh, it's, I, I have celiac. I have the real gluten disorder, not the I live in L.A. and I'm an asshole disorder. Um, oh. I, I, I feel I have to clarify that before I'm like, I don't eat gluten uh, or else I sound uh, insufferable. Um, but back in the day when I was allowed to eat delicious things, um, I had an alligator po'boy. And it tastes kind of like chicken that tastes like fish. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a chicken texture, but there's a fish flavor to it. And it's, yep. it's fucking good. Huh. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's where you fry it up, right? It was at the type of place that nobody would call fancy, but like you leave there and my God, everything tasted delicious. It was just a Louisiana kind of uh, Cajun joint. Like joint is the right word for it. Yes, yes. Can I have gator meat shipped to me? 
Yes. There has to be a place that serves it. Like of you live in is. New York. Like right? you, there's no way you can't. I mean, just right now, like not right now, but after this, look up, you know, alligator po' boy somewhere in New York. Yeah, it'd be a little Louisiana place. But I got some chef friends who are from Louisiana and they fry up, you know, gator oh, all the time. Man. Oh, Sweet. Man. Like it's, I'm, it's, it's that good. one of those things. Like I only tasted it once and I still want to have it again just because it was it was surprisingly good. Yes. If you make anything right, you know, it tastes good. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the weirder things I've made, like from having celiac, I've had to try to make everything gluten-free because I um, like junk food. From living in L.A., I have a lot of crazy vegan friends. I've made gluten-free vegan, quote, fried chicken that doesn't taste half bad. It does not taste like fried chicken, uh, but it tastes, it's like, I won't say, I won't be like, yes, it tastes exactly like fried chicken, but people are like, wait, this is tofu? They were very surprised by that. So I'll, I I will claim not fried chicken-esque, but good fried snack thing. Okay. So. I had the best uh, Impossible Burger that I've ever had. Uh, yeah. At uh, Treadwell downtown in Manhattan. Nice. And then really? it was, I was like, this is a burger. This Dude. tastes like a burger. <laughs> yeah. Best veggie burger you should ever have. Hillstone in New York. Hillstone. Hillstone. Yeah. I know Hillstone. It on, is. Uh, is it on Broadway? This they one's? have a couple locations. Yeah, they couple have like three yeah. locations yeah. in New York. But, but that, yeah. I've been to the one on Broadway. Every time I go, I get that shoestring fries. I split it with someone and it is fucking delicious. And it's not, uh, it was pre-Impossible Burger and pre the other one. Really? Yeah. Beyond, and it's, I think. Yeah, Beyond. And it's ridiculously good. Is it nice. like, is it a fake meat type thing or is it like pressed from other stuff that just- I think that, it's pressed from other stuff, but like this- It feel like meat, yeah. That's how it's Impossible Burger was. It was just- it was. I was like, this sound tastes like a burger. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh yeah, like you can buy the Impossible and Beyond uh, yeah. meat stuff at the store now, and like every so often, like and, and it's like I have, you know, I'll I'll make uh, plain old beef burgers too. But like every so often now, just because I'm like I'm curious, I did a I'll buy them and I'll do a taste test. Like I did a taste test head to head between uh, Beyond and Impossible, yeah. and like one chewed slightly better, one had a slightly better uh, flavor. Like they're really really close. Like I could not discern if one was better than the other but yeah like if um here's the thing because they're in uh burger form because they haven't been able to like replicate like lean beef or something you know that's not not a junk food type product like they're right. they're they're there to replicate junk food they're like right. vegans aren't the ones going to uh to burger right. king or to all the places that are going oh yes i can finally have a health food thing like right these, right you know these are i'm hoping eventually like the good thing about this is it's going to get people to eat less meat that is you know a really like it's not exactly the healthiest of things either for us or for the environment so like if we can if we can kind of you know supplement the meat supply with this over time it'll be good I'm also really excited about the meat that they're creating in labs where, you oh, know, yeah. it's they u- you're using chicken and beef uh, cells to actually create chicken and beef. And they made like a steak one day or was it a burger patty? Something of the sort. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's exceptionally expensive. Again, like 10, 15 grand probably like for a patty oh, nowadays. Actually, what it, maybe it's come down since then. Who knows? Maybe it's not $100 and I don't even know. They'll put it on an episode of Worth It. <laughs> and they'll coat it in gold leaf. And the kids will be like, this is the most amazing bioengineered thing I've ever eaten. Jake Paul Look. will eat it uh, in the <sighs> Japanese forest while there's a dead body swinging behind him. 
And they'll be like, wow. The price will drop. The price will come down on it if it's expensive now. <laughs> Here's my question, because a lot of vegetarians don't eat it for either ethical reasons or sometimes for dietary re- Like, there are a lot of different reasons why people will cut meat out of their diets. I wonder if vegans who do it for ethical reasons uh, will be like, oh, I'll eat this now because it didn't kill a chicken. I'm right. very curious, like, right. what, you know, if it's not for health reasons, if that's a thing that people will eat. And, and I, and, you know, I never want to push someone on, you know, well, if you, if you, if it's ethical reasons why won't you you know people are allowed to eat or not eat whatever the fuck they want for whatever reason i'm just i'm curious if it's ethics if this doesn't seem to at least on a surface level break any of the uh their ethical uh reasoning but it's still on some level these are the cells of a chicken right where's the line there so i mean that's that's i think you're playing god yeah and people if you want to get caught up on morality you can easily you know oh yeah but i try to keep it off my plate (laughs) it's I want it in my belly, though. In my belly. Yeah, I keep my morality off, but if you give me that pork, exactly. uh, I'll eat that veil. It just reminded me that I still have a ham in my freezer that I would like to cook. Nice, Miss Piggy. Look, she was being mean to Kermit, the bitch guy's worst coming. Yes. <laughs> nobody had Easter this year. Yeah, nobody, so. yeah. Nobody did a, a thing, so there was there was massive quantity of Easter ham marked down to like a third of the normal price. So I'm like, I'm gonna take this ham and throw it in my freezer and just forget it about it for a while. And now it's staring at me, going, "Hey, you could defrost me and have a really delicious dinner that you do no effort for." So, and I feel like not putting any effort in. So speaking of people not putting effort in, uh, the Jeff Goldblum character. Can right? we talk about Jeff Goldblum for a second? Because. Oh, yeah. By the way, for some reason, I have a lot of people in my life that I know who have photos of Jeff Goldblum. It's, He's been it's, around for a minute. Yeah. Right? I think it's going to say a lot of people in your life who do the impersonation of Jeff Goldblum because I, I got that. Oh, no. Please uh, don't. I had my keys. Uh, don't have my keys. That's the whole thing they do. <laughs> From you saying that, I just realized my roommate sounds exactly like Jeff Goldblum. Or one of my roommate, Andy. It's like, oh, that's who he sounds like. How was this character? Was it a good character? So, the guy who played him? I don't know. I, How was I mean, the deck? He had a good deck? Jeff Goldblum did not show his dick. He just basically threw in, your scientists were so preoccupied of whether or not they could fuck a dinosaur, they didn't stop to think if they should fuck a dinosaur. Ah, sorry. Which, I mean, I think that's a fair point to make. I mean, should you fuck a dinosaur? That's from the movie. Did that dinosaur consent? If that dinosaur is half human, are they capable of consenting? The question is, which half? Half human, like a sleaze stack from uh, Land of the Lost. Oh, so speaking of Jurassic Park, well, whether or not you could fuck dinosaurs in sequels. You can't. You can't fuck a dinosaur, guys. No. They can fuck you, though. They yeah. fuck the shit out yeah, of you. I was about to, to say, good luck. Like, you can try, but, like, good luck holding on. Yeah. Don't tell me what I can and can't do, Sherard. <laughs> okay, go for it. Go for it, Catherine the Great. Friend of the show, Vince Mancini, actually wrote an article that I found, which I thought was bizarre, but it's so true. Jurassic Park 4, they almost crossbreeded dinosaurs with humans and gave them problem-solving intelligence with the ability to fire weapons and fight crime, but controlled by human authority. I just apologize to our sound guy now, but I just have to... No! Yes. Yes. (sighs) It's bound to happen, guys. Stop running from the future. Why? Who... Like, it's either uh, dra- either dinosaurs or robots. One of those are going to be mixed with human flesh. Which one you want? 
I feel it's going to be like in reality, it'll be robots first. Like the era of, and I mean, this is a kind of a Ray Kurzweilian um, uh, theory that we're coming to. Uh, are you guys familiar with the theory of the singularity? Yeah. That eventually Maybe. it's eventually basically because technology is becoming, you know, over time and there's kind of a set uh, period for like for a long time. It's been that like over every 18 months, technology and uh, becomes like about um, the amount of storage space you need to store the same amount of technology becomes half in size. And that's continued over a certain, you know, for the last like 30 some odd years. And eventually it's going to technology, the amount that you need to store something is going to get so small that we're going to be able to fuse with it. And it's going to be I'm probably explaining this terribly wrong but eventually it will get to the singularity point where we'll be able to you know become one with the tech either through us storing our entire intelligence on it or through nanobots or whatever and i like i said someone's going to send us an email telling us yvette you know nothing about this and you fucked up everything explaining it (laughs) email us info two girls one mic but like there's that theory that we'll be able to like and ray kurzweil this guy who's had predictions since the 70s that all have all like come true he's like yeah a robot will be able to beat us in in chess by like whatever year it was he was within a year of his prediction like a computer will be able to pass a Turing test in X year he was right on that like he's been able to predict all of these things and his he has a thought on you know when we'll hit quote the singularity when we'll be able to you know combine you know human and computing intelligence or one will be you know, when we'll be fused so to speak when we get into that central lobe and I have no idea when that's going to be but he's like his he takes like hundreds of vitamins a day because he's a crazy person vitamins don't fucking work um, <laughs> let me rephrase this vitamins yeah. uh, multi, crazy vitamin supplementation is stupid well, self, like self uh, reinsurance work uh, I gotta say if he just mentally think they work they're kind of working, right? Yeah, placebo. The placebo effect is strong, but like I, he's Take got the sugar pill. It doesn't work, but it's gonna work. Body, okay, sure. Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> let's see what happens. But if you yeah. take a white pill every day of, of aspirin, and then one day take just a white pill and nothing, your body like this. Aspirin to me. <laughs> it's it's placebo effect does some interesting things, but yeah, it's he's. He has a theory that we're going to get to the point where we can fuse with it. So who knows? Actually, we're getting there. Here we go. Speaking of which, so uh, have you guys heard of Elon Musk's Neuralink startup? Uh, No. So uh, actually, the other day, uh, Elon came out saying that he was working on technology that would allow people to listen to music directly from chips implanted in the brain. It could also help control hormone levels, uh, use them to enhance abilities, reasoning, anxiety relief. And it was founded in 2016, but only recently he's starting to make these announcements. And look, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, if there's anyone putting a chip in my brain, it's definitely not Elon Musk. Yeah. Like I'm listening to this going, no, 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 no. Like people are paranoid with uh, Bill Gates. Yeah. No, Elon Musk. Fuck that. No. Like at least here's the thing. Bill Gates at least seems to listen to scientists when they say how things work in the human body. Elon Musk is like, take off your mask and go back to work. Like I'm gonna go with nine yet no on uh, on Elon Musk putting anything into anyone's body. <laughs> I will let the scientists from Back to the Future do it before Elon Musk. <laughs> I will let the porn parody version of the scientists from Back to the Future. I will let <laughs> oh, Cock, I will let Cock Brown implant something into me, specifically uh, Michael Vegas, the actor who played him. Cock Brown. I will let the scientists who created these porn star dinosaurs implant a chip <laughs> before Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. speaking of which, we okay, just have to bring this up for two seconds because uh, we did talk about robots. 
Okay, so Sherard, we went to the Wood Rocket studio where they make these films actually earlier this year in January, uh, pre-COVID. And while Yvette and I were there, Yvette wrote a Triceratops robot. Yeah. Where the fuck is it? It's not in this film. Why do they have a robot dinosaur that's not here? I was expecting. I was dismayed. I'm not joking. I was disappointed. What? Did they cut the the scenes with the robot dinosaur? Did they only get the robot dinosaur after filming? Like, Uh, how was... I don't know. Why? Is that the part two? Robot dinosaurs? I, I looked and I couldn't find, so I have to now message, I guess, like, Leroy. Where is it? Yeah. Right? Where is our robot dinosaur, Leroy? How big what was happened? it? Large. Yeah, like, like Yvette wrote it like, uh, like you would uh, at a theme park. I would say, um, like, baby elephant sized. And it's mechanical, like it... it yeah, like it, it can, can walk. It walks wow. a little bit, yeah. And it's, it was not in the movie at all. No. Did they buy that to celebrate the the success of the movie? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it was like, hey, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a sequel. Yes, the we're sequel. gonna do another Jurassic. Like, or maybe. Maybe since this was uh, based on Jurassic World, maybe this uh, this dinosaur was used for like our, another Jurassic Park. I looked movie. and I, I couldn't. Know. Okay, the only other Jurassic Park movie. And I'm not kidding when I say this. It was a Jurassic Park movie based on Jurassic World. It was a, a gay tie porn parody in a totally different language. It it has only like four minutes of plot. Uh, slightly better costuming, actually. But it's also funny because the Claire character is totally a guy in drag. Clay, a gay tie porn parody. Okay, I can yeah. behind that. Gay yeah. Porn parody. Gay oh, porn and parody. the guy has sex with the dinosaurs, but they're basically like a spirit Halloween uh, raptor heads. Oh, so it's just yeah. the heads and not this naked body. The bodies were like if you took one of those like military dinosaur lizard men. You know what? Lizard man body. Let's go with that. Yeah. Lizard man body. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'll go with it. Yeah. I can take it. I'll, I like it. I like it. Horns always pushing the, the envelope. Yeah. Looked for uh, other dinosaur porn parodies. Could not find it. So, uh, Leroy, what the fuck? <laughs> we have questions. There were directorial decisions here that I just want to know what happened. Damn it. All right. So, guys, would you visit Penis Island? I'll take a look around. Why not? I would go, but I would also bring a taser just in case. Like, I don't I don't know if I would be down for everything that's happening here. I'm just the kind of guy to bring my own penis to Penis Island. <laughs> Story of my life. I mean, you know, you always need an extra one. Yeah. I, I mean, I did Rikers Island. Why not Penis Island? Similar in a lot of ways. Jeez, you weren't actually at Rikers Island, were you? No. With this face, they ripped me apart. This face and this booty? Everybody wanted a taste. Rikers Island, the original penis island. Yes, it is. Stole it from Connie. I was about to say, our last guest spent time on Rikers Island, though. Who? We had Kristen. Kristen Davis, the Manhattan Madame. Oh, yeah, Chris, yes, she did. Yes, yeah. yes, she's great. She was on my show, yeah. That was where we oh, first yeah, met her. her. Yes, yep. she's, she's good people. I love her. She's a character. She is. Uh, she's the real orange is the new black. Yeah, it was interesting getting her perspective on It's We had not had someone who told us what life was like in federal prison before on the show. And that was, um, it was, no matter how bad I, I had ever expected stories from jail to be, it was worse. Oh, it was worse. So, yeah. It's filthy, too. It's filthy. Yeah, it's her telling us stories about, like, she's like, yeah, there's no dental. People just leave with no teeth left if they have dental problems. I'm like, ah. So that's that was was a lot of rough stuff to hear from her. Yeah, it ain't the place you want to be. Nope, 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 nope. 
So, by the way, we do have some patrons to thank this week, as always. And by the way, if you are uh, not a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash twogirls1mike or twogirls1mike.com. Hit the support button. You could get the video version of this show and see Yvette's fantastic new uh, crazy dildo that's double-ended for two ladies. Wu-Tang! Triple-ended for two ladies. This thing, it gets most of your holes. Most of your holes. I mean, that's let's admit it. There's still one that needs plug-in. Yeah, that mouth. It's oh no, I'm talking back doors. Oh, oh I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> That's where I start. So this week we want to thank <laughs> XGD Falcon, Paul Freeland, Ed Healy, John Wingle, Patrick Adamo, Dystopico, Yaman Chan, Christopher Wedge, Bonnie, Connor Cunningham, Michael Gad, Damian Saunders, Jimmy Lee, Barry Lind, Christopher, Ken, Thea Maeve, Reed, Decker, Elisa, BN, Brian Gowdy, and many, many others. Join us at uh, patreon.com slash two girls with Mike. And Sherard, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Where can our Thanks. listeners find more of you? Oh, you can check me out on Race Wars. That's available on patreon.com slash race wars. That's every week. Uh, it's a fun show, me and Karen Margolis. And you can check out Small Ball, my sports comedy show that I do with Ember Zero. And that's on Apple Music and Spotify. Small Ball. Oh, no S. No S. Singular, not plural. Excellent with the oral. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Yvette, where can our listeners find you? You guys can find me at the Cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and over at Facebook.com slash Cybabe, where I'm doing weekly uh, COVID Q&A slash fireside chat slash pants optional group therapy. And Alice, where can people find you slash uh, more of our podcast? Guys, make sure you hit the subscribe button on the show. Of course, leave a review or comment as well if you can. We always appreciate it. Uh, but you guys could find the show at everywhere uh, at TGOM Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as you can find me individually at Rational Blonde on Twitter. But you guys can also listen to us next week. So see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Peace.